Oh, man, before we start the show, how's PvP been treating you this week, Fluffy? Dude, I am so fucking heated. Two games in a row, I use super to win round three, and then my team can't use their supers to win round four, and then I go on to lose games four to three. Wow. Sounds like uh, you had some rough luck with your blueberries. Dude, and then, like, like, I had some awesome teams where I'd say, I'm opening with super in chat, or we need to cover heavy better, and it was awesome. And then I'm like, they just lose. Like, I think I think it might be time for team comp, man. This this solo stuff. I mean, Jesus. I mean, sometimes you just gotta, you know, hope for somebody that listens. I mean, not everybody's a a skilled player. I think um, you know some of these guys can just get a little lost in the game. You know, but like this last one that I played, both of my teammates didn't use their supers in the seventh round. People are seriously just fucking stupid. I mean, like, I'm done complaining, but seriously, Blueberries, come on. I don't jump into freelance PvP to, like, just get shit on by Blueberries on my own team. Why do you jump into freelance PvP? Because I like going on Twitter and complaining and threatening to stab people and then get banned. (laughs) (laughs) It seems to be a common struggle. (laughs) Hit that intro music. Potato! Potato! Thumbs Podcast! Potato! Potato! Thumbs Podcast! It's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers. Oh, okay. That was fun. Um, <laughs> we, lo- we love you, Stabby McStab face. I hope that uh, I hope that you got that joke. Um, so welcome everyone to episode one nineteen of Potato Thumbs Podcast. <laughs> oh, is that what we're doing tonight? Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, it's happening. We we're, got uh, one hundred nineteen weeks in. We have a new face too, guys. It's uh, it's exciting. It's like a Halloween surprise. Dare we say uh, a podcast spooktacular? <laughs> no, no, we don't say that because we have some some level of pride in our craft. Um, not much, but no. just enough to not call it a holiday Halloween spooktacular. <laughs> That's totally. I'm totally. I'm totally writing that down. That might be the. That might be the um, theme song now. Oh, oh okay. God. So should we uh, should we in- introduce our guest uh, while I loudly type on the computer? What do yeah, you think? probably. Yeah, okay. Seems like a reasonable idea. So He's just sitting there wishing he uh, hadn't said yes. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I, th- I threatened him like a while ago. I was like, dude, sometime I might uh, ask you to be on the podcast. And he thought that like it had passed. Like he he thought that he was in the safe. And then I was like, hey, uh, hey, remember that that favor that I asked? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so joining us this week, we have Run It's a Scrub. How are you doing tonight, man? I'm good, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for threatening me to be on. <laughs> Anytime. Thank you for uh, bowing to said threat. Mm-hmm. It definitely. I mean, what can I say? He, he did, you know, say come to my house and do some pretty mean things. So. Yeah, I, I, you guys know me. I'm a, I'm a very scary person. Um, call your phone number. Give your phone number <laughs> out to Chuck Lake's Pizza. All of these things that just lead to bullying. Dude, so many. I love that. Like, it's a thing now that people ask me for your phone number. Like, it's great. <sighs> it's 
something. Um, so, uh, Scrub and I met in like the, dare I say the dopest way possible. Uh, I was playing solo comp, um, shit. And was this, was this? Back in the Claymore day. Yeah, this was season three, right? This was like no radar comp. When they gave out Claymores to everybody. No, this is whenever (laughs) Claymore was legitimately like hard to get. (laughs) Yeah. So. It's like that hitting twenty one hundred is no big deal. Pinnacle. I don't know why it's such a big deal. <laughs> oh, I got a claymore. I got the twenty one hundred and didn't have to do anything else. Um, yeah. So I was doing my I was doing my daily uh, play during the day solo queue in no radar comp, and uh, I paired up with this team, and uh, these dudes ran fucking train on the other team like. And I, I just, you know, I did my thing, right? Like when you're a blueberry, you you follow your teammates, especially if you notice that they're good and they kind of look like they might know what they're doing. You try and <laughs> play with them and like stay alive and, and play as a team. And so these, these two dudes match up with me and uh, I start playing with them and we stomp the other team and I, I messaged you guys and I'm like, hey, uh, you guys want to team up? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you were you were much better than your uh, your freelance blueberries that you we're talking about earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we uh, we thought he might be all right to join us. And, and dude, back then, like, it was devastating if you had bad blueberries, like in in countdown and survival with no radar. Like, I forget. Yeah, those it? were rough days. Yeah, it was still four v four back then too, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. was four v four, but it was also like. No radar. No radar, so you couldn't tell what your blueberries were doing. Like, you couldn't lost see where they also. were on the map. Yeah, lost streaks. Oh, um, lost streaks sucked. Uh, yeah. And shotguns and everything were still heavy weapons, I think. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was that was ridiculous. Yeah. Was still Mita Uriel or... <laughs> yeah. Last Hope. Graviton Last Hope. Or yeah. it was a Graviton Annual. Yeah, that's it what Graviton, it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't miss Oh, that. God. Yeah, so my Claymore days were uh, during the day um, between you um, you and, uh, oh, my God, now I can't even think of his name. Uh, you and Short Round. Yeah. Like, I played with you guys a lot during the day. Or you guys were nice enough to let me play with you when there was room during the day. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Val at night. But, I mean, we got there. Like, yeah, you, did. I was playing with you the day that I got Claymore, actually. I think so, yeah, because, I mean, I think that once I hit 2,100, I actually dropped, like, another 500 points on Lost Streaks just trying to get there again. Yeah. Or get this. That was, that was a lot of fun, though, man. I miss those days. Yeah, yeah. And you guys, see, the, the thing about you that was always good, too, is you always recognized um, when the team was going on tilt or the team was going on a Lost Streak, and you'd be like, all right, guys, let's go play quick play. And then we'd like bounce out of crucible or out of comp and go play quick play and and stomp people there and have fun again and then jump back into comp if things start going well. Yeah, I mean, I just at some point you get so tilted, you start making a lot of mistakes because you're you're so angry. And it may just be, you know, whether you're not playing well that day or some things just are, you know, RNG is unlucky that day for you or whatever it may be. Some things you got to realize just aren't in your control and you might just need something else to take a break, whether it be, you know, going and playing quick play, doing something in PvE, or just, you know, walking away for a little bit. 
you'll come back, you'll feel a lot better, and generally you'll play a lot better. Um, so I, I try to keep that mentality for, you know, anybody I play with. Um, you know, I'm not saying I'm, you know, immune to rage. I rage quite a bit, especially in comp at Plaid Blueberries, like we were talking about earlier. But, um, you know, I mean, it, it's just trying to keep your head level. You'll play better for it, and that that's just what I aim for. Yeah. Now, back uh, back in the day before the uh, cheese with breakthrough where you could rack up kills, you were leading the Discord with most kills in uh, in a single game. Remember that? <laughs> when there was that competition between like you and Dex and Ghost. <laughs> Jamar was in there. Yeah. Because yeah. I think yeah. you guys started in like the low 30s and before that cheese came in, I think you were up to like 48 or close to 50, right? Yeah, I think I got 45. I, I just, I remember the game actually. I was playing a Warlock for the first time in I think all of D2. I didn't care for Warlock. I was a hunter main all the way. Hunter, you know, Master Ace. <laughs> but um yeah i just decided to try out stonecaller before it turned out to be amazing and had a really good game so i uh, i think i was on solitude just you know I, I still wish bungie hadn't gotten rid of that map by the way that's still one of my favorite maps yeah but um yeah i remember that game i remember dex you you told me once that he was trying to beat it and i think he he might have uh he might have killed it. i think he actually outdid me by two or three Whenever he eventually did get there, I'd be interested to see where we're at now. Well, yeah, it got it got like that breakthrough cheese like made yeah. it so we can't like really judge it anymore, which sucks. But it was it was quite the competition before that, man. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll start up and I'll I'll throw out a challenge to Dex. I'll I'll start up a brand new account. And we'll uh, we'll go run that account if he does the same thing and see who gets uh, the most kills. Oh, I like this. Do it all over again. I like this. Yeah, and there was a time, because before, like right now, you just main one account, but back in those days, you had you had uh, different accounts depending on what you were playing, too. Like, so you had an account where you could, like, assist me with getting to 2100, <laughs> <laughs> and then you had your account where you played with people more on your level. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so my main, Run It's a Scrub, if you ever see me on, just, you know, kill me a bunch. Um but that's my main account. I still actually do have two other ones, and I had a fourth, but I gave that one away to a buddy that also does carries. Um, but I still, I haven't touched either of my alts this season. Mm-hmm. I do plan to to start doing carries on stream. It's been a little while, um, but I'm also still trying to get used to PC at the moment. So. I think I'm trying to practice that. Then I'll probably bring Scrubtastic over and maybe I'll bring SureShot Police over. I'm not sure about that yet. But um, yeah, I still plan on using both all, all three accounts for now. I may start up a fourth. I actually do have a fourth. I won't say the name of it yet because it's not grinded. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I might have a little fun with that matchmaking now that yeah. you know, matchmaking's a little turned up yeah. for a little while before I, uh, I actually let that one out. That's awesome. So, But nobody will know that one's me. Um, so let's, uh, let's dive into a little bit about you, uh, before we, we dive into some other things. Um, so what is your history in gaming, man? how do you, uh, like, what was your first system? How did you get into it? Like, give me a little background. Yeah. So, um, man, it's been a long time. I think I started out with the Nintendo, no, Super Nintendo. 
way back in the day, I think my parents got it for me and my brother for Christmas. We used to uh, have some brawls on over who got to play. Nice. Um, you know, we played a lot of the the Mario or you know Donkey Kong stuff. They were throwing the uh, the barrels, things like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, played a lot of Mario Kart once Nintendo sixty four came out. Super Smash Brothers. I will still beat anybody in that game today. You know, and then it just kind of kept advancing. Um, mainly as I grew up, I actually did play a lot more sports games. I was very athletic growing up. Um, so Madden, um, 2K, all those sport, you know, basketball, football games. I was really into them. Yeah. My brother was actually the main shooter. He was into the Call of Duty. I kind of got dabbled in some Halo. Um, and really once college hit, that's when I really started getting into shooters. I fell more in love with Halo. I think that was around like Halo 3, Halo 4, something like that. Okay. Um, really got into it, really loved SWAT, things like that. Bungie eventually sold that to one, I think it was 114 Industries. Um, and I decided to follow it. I heard they were creating a new game, Destiny. And I took a little while, warmed up to the game, and I, I can't play another game anymore. I, yeah. I love the mechanics of it. I'm I'm with you there. Were you so? When did you start Destiny One then? Uh, so I was a little bit later. I was still Year One. Um, I think the game dropped in like October, or September, or something September, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did not actually. I had the game in September. My uh, my sister in law and her boyfriend at the time got it for me. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, and um, I don't think I even touched the game. I refused to. To touch it for some reason until probably January of the next year. Um, you know, I didn't think the game was for me. I was still really in. I think I was into like FIFA at that time. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, once I started playing it, I, I fell in love with the game. It was kind of like a, a mix of. I've always been kind of progression based with my video games. Um, so like in Madden and things like that, that would keep me going is developing players. You know, people, you can get players and develop them in your little farm system or whatever. Um, and so to have a guardian that you can level up and power up and then do all that stuff with, it, it felt, it gave me that feel, but also gave me the shooter feel. And I was starting to get a little bit more into that as it went on. That's cool. Rob, yeah. you played a shitload of FIFA, didn't you? Uh, yeah. I've spent unhealthy amounts on Ultimate Team Packs in my life. <laughs> like unhealthy amounts it's addicting it's very yeah. addicting once you get going on it so those those games are tough though I, I never could play online with that i suck now i tried to go back and play my brother he's a uh, he's still really good at that game and I'm, I'm horrible i can't play anything besides destiny now apparently <laughs> yeah i i do all right in like the lower two or three leagues and then once i get up to people who have working thumbs i get in real trouble there you go so you can say you got potato thumbs when it comes to uh, <laughs> all video games, really. <laughs> Except the for one. like Witcher. Yeah, I mean, even that, I still haven't beaten Witcher 2 because I got frustrated with getting stuck in a part because I couldn't beat these simple little enemies. I should go back and play it again one of these days uh, just because uh, it still is my greatest shame that my favorite series of video games of all time i have a missing didn't finish uh dnf in there and had to go to wikipedia and like read the story <laughs> it's a real shame real shame on the, the the soul but uh but yeah i 
so you started January, so like right when the Dark Below came out, and then mm-hmm. you'd have had enough time to get your guys out there for when Trials came out. Did you? Uh, were you in on that first? Like when Trials came out, were you there that first weekend playing on Burning Shrine? Um. So actually, no. I was a PVE player for the first two years of Destiny. Um, I actually did a lot of carries through raids and things like that. That's what I enjoyed at the time. I dabbled in PvP. I thought it was really frustrating. Uh, Thorn at the time, I think, was a definite yep. thorn in my side. Um, you know, the range on the thing was ridiculous. Matador, all that fun stuff. Um, first trials weekend. It was Thorn and Last Word everywhere you looked. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I didn't play my first game of trials until Thieves Den was the map. Oh, wow. Yeah, it uh, it took me a while. I didn't even know what trials really was. I was I was all about the raids, um, and of course I sucked at PvP at that time. Um, trials though, really, actually, once I started playing it, I I got addicted, and um, I really started to like PvP more. I was determined to get better at PvP. I was that warlock that just went around, you know, self res throwing fireball grenades, Hell and yeah. slapping people. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. I got too bad quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I played whatever the meta was, Ben, but when that was meta, yeah. You play whatever the meta is now. Yeah, you just wait. You just <laughs> waited for them to look away, right? You just waited for them to look away or run away for a second, and then it was pop, bam. Yeah, okay, just, sorry. I always ended up having a Titan Smash that I didn't see coming out of nowhere. <laughs> just, you know, they, they come out of nowhere these days. Oh, uh, that is right now my favorite class to play is uh, Striker Titan with Code of the Missile. Like, I I just love it. It's the number of times I fail miserably with it is far higher than it should be. But <laughs> God, when it's successful, you big old smile on your face. Oh yeah, there's some nasty builds with that uh that entire class. Just code of the missile. I mean, you can slide over special two tap somebody with a duke. You can you know obviously if you got the uh, synthoseps on, you can smash a whole bunch of people with that aerial strike on a zone. I've made some fun clips with that. That's a that's a lot of fun to play. I I need to go play that now that you mentioned it. <laughs> I didn't even think about using syntheseps with that uh, aerial smash. That's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. I tried yeah. it in doubles league, uh, but you don't trigger when there's only the two people there. Oh yeah. Uh, so I sort of put it on the back burner and just ran one eye mass because that's what you do when you're a titan. Um, but but yeah, I, I do want to. Next time Myron Banner comes back and I'm running on my Titan, I think we'll go back to the Synthesep build and see what you can do because I had enough uh, doubles and triples and quads when we were in Albuquerque running that uh, that code of the missile that you know that they're bunched up on a spot. Yeah. I think you'll have a lot of fun with it, man. You'll get a lot of uh, doubles, triples, and maybe a few quads here and there. If you try right off the rip on a beginning of a game and they're on that first zone, it's uh, it's interesting what you can do. So you might die first, but it'll be worth it. I mean, I usually die first anyway, so if I can get a couple with me, uh, it's not going to be too upsetting. Uh, I also love it because it, uh, when you hit somebody with it, it shoots them, like moves them. And the number of times I've gotten people killed people with like collision, like you push them into a wall and they die when they hit the wall is stupidly high and fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, Titan, Titan in general can be a fun class. Mm-hmm. That you can troll with the bubble really now because that bubble's indestructible. 
I know um, there was four of us. We took four bubbles in a breakthrough the other day and just trolled the other team for fun. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing anybody can do about it. You get weapons of light. You throw in, you know, one with, uh, what is it, home of the same 14. Maybe you have somebody, you know, with Doom Marchers, somebody with one eye mask or whatever you want to run. I mean, you're, you're unkillable. It's funny just seeing how many supers you can shut down. I think we shut down four in a row just trying to break our bubble. It was it was a whole lot of fun. We had a we had a blast with that one. So as you got uh got more and more hooked on PvP, when did you start uh getting to the spot where you were like, I'm good enough to actually help carry people or, you know, good enough to hold my own versus, you know, needing to be the one who's getting carried. Like what what changes in your game happened that like you start realizing that you were getting good? Yeah, so um Beginning of Destiny 1, um, I was a bit rusty just because I was not used to using auto rifles. I was a hand cannon main all D1. Um, and I, I wasn't that great at D1 PvP. Again, I started late. Um, so really, once I got comfortable with Antiope uh, around the Graviton Lance meta, um, I think that's when it really started to take off. I started to understand what angles you need to take, um, really how you need to play with the team. I think that's one of the main things that a lot of people can really improve their game with. Um, you know, knowing how to play in, as a team, not trying to be this, you know, one-man warrior, one-man army going through an entire team, it'll not only help you raise, you know, your KD, but you're you're going to be playing your teammate's life is the way I kind of look at it. Um, and and you'll, you'll do a lot better for it team will start winning that's whenever i think i really started taking off is whenever i learned how to play as a team um you know not every engagement has to end in a kill sometimes you just gotta back up and leave it and just rotate for a different angle where you might get you know other two or three because they're still looking at your teammates at a different side um so i definitely think once i learned angles um and team play that's when it really really took off right around then end of end of year one that's awesome, man. So you, um, you know, you do stream now. So mm-hmm. what is what is your Twitch stream? It is just twitch.tv slash run. It's a scrub. All one word. Run. It's a scrub. And you're streaming primarily PVP, but you really focus on like helping people, right? Correct. Yeah. So, I mean, we do a lot of things with helping everybody get pinnacle rewards. We've helped, uh, let's see, I can actually tell you, probably over 150 to 200 people now with getting 154 people thus far um, in roughly two seasons, a season and a half or so, um, to get their recluse, their Luna, their um, you know revoker, just, just getting points in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we do do Not Forgotten Help. We're starting to raffle a few of those things off. Um, however, recoves they're they're a bit different. Um, yeah, we we do charge a small fee on on recoves for Legend, not for Fabled. Um, but it, it's mainly just because it, it takes time to reach Legend, especially with a lot of people. They they start at zero. Yeah. Um, but with the way that you know the the comp scene is right now it's it's in my opinion a little bit easier than quick play even um carries aren't as hard as they used to be if we were to try and carry somebody to legend 
Um, and, and, you know, it's not just me. We have a, I have a whole team of guys that, you know, help me. They're all great guys. Um, but we, we enjoy doing it. We enjoy, you know, meeting a lot of people. Most people that we do it for are really thankful. You know, we, we just enjoy helping them. Yeah. And you do like, it's not just give me your account number and password and let me run your account. Like you guys legit, like are like, come play with us a lot of times yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we, we don't just do recos. We'll, we'll sit there and say, Hey, you know, we're just running some quick play or whatever, you know, feel free to hit up the stream and come join, do whatever, you know, we'll run some scrims. We'll do whatever to, you know, try and give you some tips on how to play. I think at one point last season, when it was a little bit slower, we actually tried to run a little bit of a crucible school. Um, we had a small turnout. I think we had at a time, I think we had about eight people show, um, for every time that we ran it. So for about a month, it, it was, that's it awesome was good for, for just starting out. So we may start that up again, uh, as the season goes on, you know, the content starts to dry up a bit more again. Um, yeah, I definitely, hopefully. I definitely think you need to keep, keep, um, keep us in, in mind when you do that too, because I think a lot of people in both of our communities would love to get tips and pointers and, and jump in those schools, man, because you know, there's so much to learn. Right. And, and those were really popular in D one, but you don't see them as much now in D two. So definitely, Mm -hmm. uh, definitely, you know, let us know if that's happening or when you guys start that again, so we can let people know. Yeah, for sure. Um, so why do you do it? Why do you help people like versus just go and pub stomp people all day long in, in PVP? <laughs> uh, to me, I mean, getting, getting stats, it's cool. Pub stomping. Yeah. We're going to go into a group and we're just going to run you over. Like it, there's not much satisfaction in that. Um, yeah, we'll still do it cause we just kind of want to play the team, but a lot of times we're not really sweating unless we play another team that we know sweats. Mm-hmm. In that case, it's still fun to get a, a sweaty, you know, six game in or whatever it may be. But th- there's just not much satisfaction in pub stomping. And yep. you get a lot of satisfaction out of, you know, how a lot of, like I said earlier, a lot of these guys are really thankful for getting there because they, they have hard times. Like not, it's not as easy for everybody as it is for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so seeing those people, you know, have the joy out of getting, you know, their recluse or their Luna or whatever it may be, um, you know, that's more satisfying to me than going in and, you know, rocking a not forgotten in a Dustwalk Blues or, you know, whatever sweat loadout I want to run and just stomping the world, um, you know, raising my KD. It, 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 there's just not much really that is there for me. Yeah. In that regard. No, it's awesome, man. I mean, like like I said earlier, um, if it wasn't for randomly meeting you guys and, and a couple of my buddies helping me, there's no way I would have gotten Claymore back in season three, man. Cause that that was not a that was not an easy meta for, for people of my skill bracket. <laughs> no, I didn't even try. That was, like, uh, that was that was a rough season, man. I mean, that was the season where everybody really like if you weren't a top tier player you weren't even getting fabled at that point oh yeah uh, um it, it was it was tough like I, I that was before i did carries or realized that i could do that kind of stuff or anything um that was that was long before i even thought about streaming yeah i mean if you think about it like what roughly by the end of the season eight thousand people out of millions mm-hmm. had achieved that gun like that yeah. is insane um yeah. 
you know, like there's more people running around with not forgotten at this point than there was at that gu- with that gun. Even like two seasons ago, there's more people that had not forgotten. Mm-hmm. And I can't even imagine like the few people like Cammy and stuff that got got to 5,500 season three. Like that's, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's insane. It's just insane teamwork. Yeah. You know, oh, I think, yeah. And I, and I, I love that guy. That guy's gameplay is insane. Yeah. So his teamwork and just the way his mind works. So I, I watch a lot of Cammy. It, you can you can learn a lot um, watching good people like that and and watching their streams and and even like dude even you know like tuning into anyone who's better than you right and just trying mm-hmm. to pick up on on things that they're doing and then watching your gameplay it's uh, I don't know it's a good way to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's your uh, what's your streaming schedule like these days? Sure. So uh, this week it's been a bit. Bit hectic. Um, however, generally I do try and stream, you know, two three hours a day during the week. Um, I usually do take weekends off. I I do enjoy spending some time with the wife. Um, so I try and keep that time definitely for her. Um, you know, it really just depends usually on my work schedule as well. So usually I try and stream, you know, maybe from two to four, um, you know, one to four, whatever it may be any day during the week um lately right now i think what i'm going to be trying to do is i'm going to be trying to stream every wednesday and friday again generally probably between one and four or two and four and i'll pretty much be on there doing carries or playing with viewers whatever you know anybody needs help with at that point and what uh what time zone are you in central all right the best time zone the only one that matters exactly um let's uh Let's talk a little little comp too while we're on the subject. So you said you main hunter. Is that uh, is that pretty much your go to most days? I did until I switched to PC. <laughs> yeah, and are you Titan Titan main on PC or what Actually, are you doing? Uh, Warlock. Hey, that's what I've been loving this season, man. Yeah, Dawnblade is is too good. Bottom yeah. shoot Dawnblade is insane. I I never would have played that on console. I'm not gonna lie, but oh. you bring it onto PC and it's it's top tier so i've uh i've been i've been messing around a little bit with uh the blink warlock with the astrocyte verse yeah um but uh for Dawnblade, what exotic are you running then um so right now transversive steps i do okay. like not having to reload because i do sprint around the map quite a bit um i'm a bit more of an aggressive player so being able to you know, shotgun somebody, pick up their special, and have that immediately pretty much put back into my shotgun and just ape the very next guy is is great. Um, you know, or three-tap somebody, immediately switch to shotgun, and know that it's going to have the ammo there that I'm going to need to kill the next guy that's pushing me. It, to me, it's, it's one of the best exotics there. Um, you know, if I'm sniping, uh, I can't go wrong with the fitting aspects. The quick draw on those, even if I have quick draw on snapshot, the, on my herb benevolence i think is by the way amazing sniper um you know i, I can't go wrong with the video aspects there um top tree or bottom tree down blade bottom tree is that the one with phoenix dive it is yes do you do you use that at all for uh for like third person view or do you use it because of the seeking uh swords sure. so i do use it a bit for the seeking swords um also, that smash can kill most supers if they get up close to you. So, say somebody tries to panic smash and they're a little bit partial health, 
um, or whatever it may be, because a lot of Titans will try and panic smash you whenever you have a little weak. Um, so usually that will take care of that, anybody that gets close by. Um, also, you know, the, the tracking swords, the more kills you get, the longer your super goes. I know that's about to get nerfed on that part, but, um, I mean, you move so fast anyway, that thing's still going to be a top tier super. What, uh, what jump do you use with it? Uh, burst glide. Burst glide? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm all about, uh, mobility. So, uh, what's your, what's your favorite loadout for fun and what's your favorite loadout for sweats? Sure. So for fun, I, I love sniping. Um, I would actually say the supremacy sniper. Um, but I would actually pair it with a shotgun just really, yeah, I pair with the mind benders. Um, and then probably something like a tractor cannon, just cause I think it's hilarious whenever somebody gets knocked off the map with that thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um, but as far as the sweat loadout, um, right now I'm really loving the spare rations or a thorn, um, pair that with a mind bender, uh, with quick draw. And then, um, if I'm playing PC, probably a hammerhead. If I'm playing console, probably the Wardcliffe coil or a truth depending on the situation. Um, now usually if you're, if you're playing legitimate sweats, of course, heavy is not allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, and three peaking is actually in sweats. So at, at that point it doesn't really matter, but, um, I'm a shoddy, shoddy main for whatever sweat I end up doing. Um, but I do enjoy sniping. It's, it's so much more satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't have a good role on that Mindbenders yet, but I my co-host here has uh, he has the god role of it. So, oh yeah, yeah maybe role. it's maybe it's a god role, but it's max range, range masterwork, uh, quick draw, snapshot. Yep, that's that's I'm jealous. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's just like it feels so slow going with any other shotgun. I'm like, why is my shotgun not shooting somebody yet? Uh, that snapshot sights make such a huge difference. It really does. I mean, snapshot. Um, you know, if it didn't have, especially on a mind bender, if it didn't have snapshot or quick draw, I I can't use it. I tried using the uh, was it the curated roll. I just yeah. can't. I can't do it. It's too slow. Too slow to handle. Um, quick draw, especially, you know, is almost a must. I do have one though that I used to main before I got my my quick draw one with a snapshot and rampage. Once Rampage is active, that thing will hit it some nasty. <laughs> the range is so ridiculous on that oh, gun sometimes. It's dumb, and it's even better on PC. I, I, I'm still adjusting to how far map, shotguns map on PC. That's insane to me what the difference is, really. So with someone like me who doesn't own a good Mindbenders, mm-hmm. um, I've been running my Dust Rock with Snapshot. Would you recommend um ophidians then over transverse steps for the draw time or do you still think it's better to load um i have slide shot by the way so if you have slide shot i would say ophidians yes um because slide shot you can really slide over the ammo reload at least a bullet in there as long as you keep sliding around the map like whenever i'm going around the map i i do slide quite a bit to stay off radar just a little bit more yep um or you know if i know somebody's about to come around i'll i'll be sliding anyway um so you really can't go wrong with ophidians there um transversive steps they're they're still good if you have a slide shot they're just not almost needed in that point in case they just make you slide further right is there slide distance or is it just sprint i believe they 
I think it's just sprint. Okay. I think stompies give you slow distance. Sli- oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Um, okay. So team versus freelance uh, in comp. Um, what do you think is important if you're going in with the team? Like, what do you try and focus on? Sure. So with a team, um, you know, usually we try and pair um, a lot of times, especially if we're doing carries. You know, we, we try and pair one sniper with two shotguns. Um, you know, usually the best sniper out of the three of us is who we're going to pick. Um, you know, on PC, it can be a little bit different. You can usually sometimes afford two snipers depending on the map just because sniping is a bit more... It's more useful on PC. A lot of people are very good snipers. Um, you know, I play with some very good snipers. Shout out to Gracia and Evo and Pirate. Um, but usually you want to try and have your sniper play around for the pick. You usually want to sit there and try and play around him to team shot if he does body somebody. Once we get that first pick, usually we have to collapse as quickly as we can. We don't play the heavy really as much. Um, unless it is a map like, say, Endless Veil, where the heavy is a bit more enclosed and there's too much cover, then you almost have to take control of that area immediately. But usually we'll go for a wipe first, so we'll kind of play around for the pick first, collapse, and then we'll start looking at playing the heavy and setting that up. Because um, a lot of times, most people will start crouching around that area, so a lot of maps, the heavy is more... Um, you know, central, like say Altar of Flame, for example, if you're anywhere around that heavy, you're basically in the open, except for if you're around that corner, which a lot of times a good player is going to throw a nade right there near it. Um, and at that point, you're going to have to go to the open just to get away. So, you know, there's some, some people I think the mistake they make is they try to, in the team base, they try to play heavy a little too much and it's supposed to going for the first pick and then collapsing and then focusing the heavy. Um, cause obviously that heavy does win rounds very, very quickly. Um, the other thing is once the rounds get a little bit later, you know, super rotation and calling mm-hmm. that out, who's going to lead with one, you know, who's got the panic super, you know, we try to run with two roaming and one shutdown. Um, you know, usually if I'm, I'm on console, I'll be running a, uh, arc staff. Um, so usually if I'm the first one to get mine, I'll pop first, try and create some orbs for my teammates. And then, you know, hopefully we can run, you know, finish out that round. We can play a bit more passive the rest of that round. Uh, cause the other team has to push us. Usually they'll make a mistake. We'll wipe them. We win that round. Um, and by the next round, we just roll that next roaming super. I'll pick up their orbs. As long as you can keep that orb chain rolling, you know, you can win a lot of games just by super chain. Um, and if you pop the first super and you're up more than likely, you're going to get that super back. If, you know, something goes to the wayside and you guys start to, you know, lose your lead, um, you know, somebody makes a miraculous Oh three comeback and it's three, three. If you use your super first, you're probably going to have yours back before they even get to pop theirs. Um, so I think, I think super rotation is really, really important in that case. And because, of course, always just kind of sticking with your team. If you do go for a flank, don't do any long flanks. They're doing something crazy. The risk-reward there is just not worth it. Um, usually you can't rotate back to your team fast enough. And if you do get back there, more than likely they're going to be wiped before you can even get back there, and they're just going to wipe you. Um, 
And really last thing is just kind of don't be a hero. Um, if we're, if both my teammates go down, I'm not going to try and sit there and 1v3 the entire team. I'm going to rotate back to where I think my teammates are going to spawn and try and regroup. Um, it, it's, it's a passive way to play, and I hate saying that, but at the same time, you're not wasting another life um, that you may need later. You know, two to four is a whole lot better than being down four to one. Yeah. And and most likely you're going to trade at best if you try Correct. and hero that. Correct. And and even then, like, you're closer to being wiped than they are at that point. Um, you know, if, if you go down to one, well, only one more of you can get wiped. And if only one more of you gets killed anyway, that other team, if they're any good, is going to collapse on you. And all of a sudden you got two knocks before you even spawn back out. Um, you know, especially with the way that everything changed from six lives to four, that's become something that I've kind of noticed is... You know, good teams are gonna they're they're collapsing faster um, mm-hmm. than threes because threes does play a little bit quicker than fours. Um, you know, it, it's just making sure that you're playing smart in that situation. So, um, turning the dial to freelance, what do you what are you what's your mindset going into freelance then? So my uh, mindset, I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty much why am I here? Nah, uh, uh, generally what I'll do is, you know, I'll kind of take that first round. If I'm playing freelance, I kind of want to feel out how good my teammates are. Um, cause you know, usually I don't, I don't care to take the time to look somebody up that's going to be on my team. First off, you got to load in and freelance anyway, and then you find out who's on your team. So it, you're wasting time there. Um, so I'll usually take the first round as kind of a feeler. I'll try and stick with them the best that I can. Um, you know, if I see an opening, I may take it. Um, sometimes, you know, I'll sit there and team shoot and wonder why I'm not getting any team fire because all of a sudden I look back and my teammates just watching me die. It's great. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it. you know, after that first PL round, I kind of get a feel if I need to try and start carrying the load as far mm-hmm. as getting kills. Or if I need to, if there's, you know, sometimes there is a better player out there or if I need to play a support role. Um, you know, if you need to play a support role, you need to find basically who that best player is or if, um, you know, both the players are better than you, then, you know, pick one, stick with them. Um, if you see them, you know, you just got to be a bit more teammate aware because there is no communication in a freelance playlist. Um you know, the, the biggest thing I see there usually is if you are not the slayer on your team, you need to be very teammate aware and play, play again, like I kind of said earlier, play your teammates' lives mm-hmm. more than your own. Try and save your teammates. Because, um, I mean, if you save your teammate, well, you know, they may, you know, make a play, miraculous play, you're hoping, um, if they do have thumbs. But, um, yeah, to me, to me, I just try and play my teammates life and if i am the slayer you know at that point we're probably gonna lose anyway because <laughs> um, at that point usually my teammates are getting farmed but um you know if i am the slayer basically what i'm trying to do is i will try and keep myself alive at all times possible um because if if i'm the one that's getting all the kills I need to be that one that is the last guardian standing. If it does come down to that, you know, you always hope that it doesn't. Um, 
but I may get a little bit more aggressive in the early going. And once lives start to go down, I may play a bit more passive. I may switch guns a little bit more if I'm playing the Slayer role, just depending on really how the other team is reacting to my teammates. Um, so, so everything's really going to play situationally different per map um, if I'm playing the Slayer role. Um, you know, Widow's Court is obviously going to play a lot differently than, than Endless Fail. I can play a bit more passive on a map like that and try and get picks from afar while they're, I'm basically baiting my teammates um, as opposed to Endless Fail where I have to be a bit more in your face. I might shotgun a little bit more and try and get in and out. Do you think it would be more beneficial for people to hit up freelance when their friends aren't on or try and LFG a team? Because, oh. I, I mean, either way, it's a crapshoot, right? Sure. Either way, it is a crapshoot. Um, I'm going to say LFG, and the reason being is communication is very important. Share your LFGing. And a lot of those people, you know, you get the guys that are the only reason that I hadn't done this yet is I hadn't had good teammates. Well, that's yeah. that's funny. Um, you know, I mean, but in the end, communication is key. You are getting call outs, even if they're bad ones. Um, you know, somebody saying they're one shot can really help. But if they're saying they're one shot over a portal on them, this fail, I know where that's at. I can go get, you know, I can go over there. Or if he's one shot on my ex, even, you know, that, that all still helps. Those call outs do help or he's crouching in a corner, um, as opposed to a freelance, again, no communication there's not much else to work off of at that point um except for you know between rounds when everybody's typing mean things to each other at that point <laughs> saying, so. dude after dex took my account to 5500 i had like the most toxic teammates in freelance like <laughs> like every other game it was like you should never play comp again you should kill yourself go play quick play like it's just constant it's like oh my god you people are horrible Oh man, that sucks. If it makes me feel any better, I got called out for the first time after having my unbroken title on on PC while I was still trying to learn it. And he asked why or how I got it, and he told me I sucked. I mean, I know I suck on PC there, um, but again, it's a learning process. I'm hoping to to get better at that. Are you uh, teaching yourself mouse and keyboard, or are you plugging the controller in? I am teaching myself mouse and keyboard. It is the first mouse and keyboard game I've ever played in my life. Um, <laughs> so uh, God help me there. But I am now a little over a week and a half. It'll be two weeks into mouse and keyboard on Thursday. Have you and considered playing Overwatch to get better at mouse and keyboard? <laughs> That's a jab at me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have not. You got a new uh, you got a new toy though for uh, mouse and keyboard, didn't you? I did. I got a nice little orb weaver over here. Um, it's very very interesting. Um, using the one, you know, the one hand, it's uh, it's it kind of fits your palm and everything. I, I like it. it. It feels comfortable compared to an actual mouse and keyboard. You don't have to worry about the high keys, which is what I was kind of slipping up on um, when I was playing on a normal keyboard, but. Um, I would so far, I would highly suggest it. Um, I definitely can tell that I'm getting a lot better as I get used to the keys. Mm -hmm. It's just really mainly getting used to the actual movement being flick, you know, having to flick instead of backpedaling and, you know, rolling backwards like a little roly-poly hunter that I am. Do you, so with the orb 
orb weaver it has like a little joystick on it how does that yeah. joystick compare to like an xbox controller sure so the joystick is actually mostly for emotes <laughs> oh really yeah so you still turn everything with a mouse you still move with um you know it doesn't say w s a and d but it you know it's the same layout in the middle yeah um you actually map how you want your keys on there um so i mean i've got everything set up it's more of instead of me thinking now you know i have to hit r to reload it's i have to hit the top right one sure you know to interact i have to flick right on my joystick or you know it's it's just a little bit different um it's definitely much more customizable i can you know set up really any button to do anything i can you know basically make it to where you know the where the tab button would be would be to move forward on this thing if i really wanted to um because i mean it's all it's all just set up one through what is this 20 yeah one through 20 um okay go into the gap there and set it to which button you want it to be um it's not necessarily like move forward, move back. It's actually mapping it to a key on a keyboard. But you can map that key on the keyboard to whichever button you want. Yeah. Um, and that's how it'll act. Well, and it just kind of fits your hand differently than a keyboard, right? Because you more rest, yes. your, you rest your wrist on it. It's kind of contoured to the hand. Correct. And there's a piece in the middle that makes sure that your palm is raised. Um, so you, you can really, I guess feel the keys a little bit better than whenever I'm playing mouse and key. Um, you know, I kind of rest almost the bottom end of my, my fingers on uh, some of the keys there and I'll accidentally slip and hit something. I, mm-hmm. I physically can't do that on, on this. So if you're fat fingered like myself, you can definitely, uh, definitely use one of these. Huh, that's cool. Yeah. I raise my, um, my armrests way up. So my arms are actually like sitting like above my keyboard when I play That's so smart. it's it's like slightly more level so I'll have to give it a shot actually do these things raise? oh no I'm stuck <laughs> <laughs> so um should I care about what other people think when I play metal weapons? no use what you, don't, <laughs> use what you want and don't apologize so, I mean in the end like I get bagged all the time I don't care it's a video game like sure I'll bag back because yeah. ha- half the time I think it's funny unless I'm already raging. Yeah. Um, you know, if I'm already mad, I'm already mad is what it is. I'm going to be mad at the world anyway for somebody just using a recluse. It's meta. It is what it is. Mountaintop recluse is a thing on, you know, mouse and key. Dust Rock NF is a thing on console. Use what you want to apologize. If that's what you enjoy using, go for it. If you want to stomp and get a higher KD, that's your goal. Who cares? It's your game. Enjoy it how you want to enjoy it. Yep, exactly. So switch to, uh, since you switched to PC, do you find yourself bullying your friends to come to PC? <laughs> <laughs> and if so, do you feel guilty choosing frames over friends? <laughs> um, so I... I'll joke with some people saying come to PC. I will tell some people to come to PC. I still recommend to come to PC. Um, the frame rate, you don't realize, realize how good that is until you get there. Um, but I mean, I still do go back to Xbox every once in a while just to play with friends. 
but it feels like I'm, it gives me a headache cause I feel like I'm playing in slow motion. Um, that's, that's my main problem with it. I feel like I shotgun somebody and they melee me or kill me after I've shotgunned them and like I'm running away. <laughs> <laughs> so I, there, there's that. Um, I'm hearing yes. Yes. I bully people. <laughs> That's, sure, let's, that's let's what we do. I, I bully everybody. <laughs> <laughs> have you tried? Uh, have you tried playing PC all day and then jumping on Xbox that same day? I have. Uh, oh, it's horrible, isn't it? Tri- yeah, that's that's one of our first really realized how bad it was on console for frame rate. Um, however, buddy did tell me though that you can switch. I think it's on that one X or S, one of those. Um, you can change your console to show sixty frames. Um, not quite sure how he did it, but he told me how. I'm just I'm too dumb to do it apparently. Um, but if you have a one X or one S, you might check and see if you can change it to sixty. It will change how you see the game. We um my co host here and uh one of our other buddies on our raid team um are very close to having PC setups and so we hound them on a uh, it's turned into almost a daily basis now to uh, get the PCs running. So you just got to keep hounding. Eventually, they'll get it going. Yeah, I mean, either they're going to leave the raid team uh, chat or uh, it's going to work. So we're just rolling the dice to see which one happens first. <laughs> there we go. Um, awesome, man. Uh, I I don't got anything else. Nips, you got anything for? Uh, I got my question out about bullying your friends. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what's important, man. Spoiler alert, Hippo. I have not moved my computer. Hip, Hippo <laughs> knows that you have not moved your computer yet. I really do think, though, like, if it is a network card issue, you could set it up on that TV upstairs, like with, a, like, a USB network card or something like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's plenty of things I could do. I just enjoy playing on xbox and not firing up a computer and sitting on a pc all night i understand i can play out with the controller on my couch as well but then at that point in time i don't even know if it's that much difference i mean i understand the visual part's different but it's it's all about frames man it's it's not about resolution it's all about those frames and something else that nobody tells you Everything on PC loads so much faster. It's insane. Yeah, that's so true. So much faster. The game will fire up, I think, in, I thought counted 30 seconds the other day on PC, and it took four minutes on uh, Xbox. <laughs> so there's that. Yep. It's funny, though, how guns act differently, too, with frames. Yes, like, it is. Like, just straight up different. Yep. Awesome. I'll take so, your word for it for now. Um, <laughs> it will happen. It will happen, my friend. Eventually, eventually, Hippo and I are just going to slowly stop coming to Xbox, and then you guys will be forced because you love us so much. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that would be really sad to lose you guys out of our video game playing life. <laughs> like this Friday when you and Hippo were both there and we missed you. Uh <sighs> I was, uh, yeah, I did play Friday, but it was only for like an hour or so. Yeah, we, we got a Gambit game going with me and Chuck and Bryce and Dex on Friday night. Played five or six games of Gambit, and it was like the most fun Gambit experience I've had. Uh, 
Dex makes it easy because you're like, because he just kills everyone. It's like, hey, Dex, the portal's open. Uh, stop pretending like you want to kill the PVE ads and just go invade. And then he starts giggling as he kills them and yells, come here, as he chases them around <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, uh, Chuck pulled off an accidental protect the runner. We weren't even trying. And at the end of the game, that uh, that achievement or the triumph popped for me. And I'm like, well, it wasn't me because I died with 15 moats uh, like an idiot. Uh, and Chuck's like, oh, yeah, I, I got that. I wasn't even trying. It's like That's awesome, man. Cool. So now I'm basically a reset away from Dredgen. So that'd be my second title. Hey, we got to uh, we got to um, give props to Dex too. He dropped a pretty great video this week. Yeah, that looked really good. I yeah. was pretty impressed. Yeah, definitely. Um, that Stu Gatso clip on there was pretty great, dude. I know. I I had to message Stu. I'm like, Stu, you're. Uh, your sniping skills are on point. <laughs> uh, um, so Festival of the Lost, does that drop this week? Yeah, tomorrow it'll come T- out. Tomorrow? Yep. Tomorrow Dude, those ornaments are hot. I haven't like, seen them. Oh, they're, it's, they're good. There's it's some good. good armor and stuff. I'm excited for people who care about what they look like. Um, I really hope that they do it with armor 2.0 so we can actually use the ornaments and stuff after festival of the lost is over i mean that'd be pretty sweet right because if i can run around looking like a demon on my warlock for the rest of the time in pvp i'll be a very happy person bro i'm just gonna be very cool the emperor callus mask everywhere yeah right like if you can change like your masks and keep your stats like oh man it's so like what we've face, wanted. Why does this face remind me of like a, what was it, Jabba the Hutt? <laughs> yeah. Or like, or the baby dinosaur from that horrible sitcom in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> yes. well, what was the name of that sitcom? Dinosaurs. <laughs> I know, dude. My, my dad had us watch that shit all the time. Um, wow, this armor is thick. Yeah, it should be fun, and I I enjoy the haunted forest. So, like, it it can get boring and repetitive, but it's also mindless. You just go in and you shoot stuff, shoot shit, don't die. Yeah, no, it's fun. Like, it's fun to have different different PVE activities. Um, I've really been loving. I mean, it's no no surprise to anyone, but I've really been loving comp lately. Like the like, I've really just want to play comp all the time so it'll be interesting to see if i can pull myself away from it um typically my uh, power grind has gone i'll play comp until i get my powerful weapon or powerful drop and then i'll just continue playing comp because i look mm. at the other stuff i'm like well i could go for powerful gear or i could just stay in the crucible yeah i, I think i've finally gotten up to like 940 on my my main this week but that's including the artifact and it's like okay i'm definitely not consuming content at the rate that i normally do and i'm not really upset about it i you know i think it helped that that when hippo gets on he makes me do other things but i'm sitting at 960 as of tonight so i am still sitting on five iron banner bounties as well to turn in whenever i get to 950 so 
Did anybody else find Iron Banner extremely sweaty? I ended up playing Drewski, yeah. Cami Cakes, and Sayed's all in one team for my very first game of Madison Key. That's mm-hmm. uh that's a PC life though, man. You'll you'll start playing a I mean, because we're both Xbox people, right? So we're not used to running into streamers all the time. You're yeah. just gonna start seeing them all the time, man. Lovely. Yep. Yeah, I didn't think Xbox was that bad when we played. Uh we got stomped from time to time for sure, yeah, but it's we did fifty fifty. We did our fair share of stomping as well, so it didn't yeah. feel too bad. There and there were a couple of close games, but it didn't feel like I was sweating the entire time on Xbox. Yeah. yeah, we uh the the two of us and uh another buddy went down to Albuquerque to visit some friends. So we had five Xboxes set up in a in a room playing Iron Banner all weekend. So that was it, it it made it a little bit better for sure. I bet. Drink some beer while you're doing it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well we went through a fair share of beer. Yeah, basically the 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 daily routine was eat food, go to a brewery. Go play video games, eat food, go to a brewery, go play video games. So it was a it was a good good cycle. Oh yeah. Not yeah. for the weight loss competition, but for the rest of it, it went well. Yeah, I know, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and we're going. I know. I was telling my wife tonight. I was like, "Well, final weigh in for the weight loss competition is on Thursday, so I really gotta like cut, eat healthy, do a shitload of exercises next few days." And then I was like. Oh, and are we driving together to the brewery tomorrow, or are you meeting me there? Because a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of the Destiny guys in Minnesota, we're all meeting at Surly tomorrow night. So, get some beers. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot that I'm going out for beers this week. Oh well, things happen. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, anything else Destiny related? No? Nah, it was a fun week. Yeah. And next week should be good, too, because isn't the new dungeon coming out next week, too? Tomorrow? I think so. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Have they said anything about it? I think they, like, briefly mentioned it, but I hadn't really been paying close attention to anything PvE-related, to be honest. No, there's that, (laughs) and then the, uh, the new exotic quest starts tomorrow, too. What is it? Is it like uh, that machine gun or something? Like Zeno, whatever, something like that. Uh, huh. so yeah, it's. I don't. I haven't been paying nearly enough attention either, but I'm pretty sure that got, starts tomorrow. Dude, um, we should talk about that bow though, because that heavy bow is a sh- super shutdown machine. Holy crap! Have you guys been hit with that? I've been hit with it. I still have been too lazy to get it. Yeah, me too. It doesn't take very long to get. And no. It is now my new favorite gambit weapon. Uh, because... I it's a gambit. Right, because the bow... Like, one, it hits like a tank on the... On the primevals. And two, bows have so much aim assist. It's like going back to those old uh, days with the, the linear fusions. When you oh, would, yeah. like invade and as long as your cursor was on the same half of the map as the person it would kill them and so that yeah exactly queen's breaker or uh what was the other one the the void legendary one good thing yeah Mm -hmm. it's just like so i I invaded the first time i invaded with the thing three shots three kills and i'm like oh oh this thing's a real thing in gambit okay so and it takes you know i don't know 
two hours to get maybe if you're dicking around yeah i saw i saw i was working when it dropped and i watched uh i lulu go and grab part of it and then i saw the next step was play strikes and gambit and i was like well i'll get it eventually (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's two nightfalls or five regular strikes Oh, okay, that's not that bad. And then you have to kill Cabal. You can, and like, on Earth, Cabal or Vex. Maybe not even on Earth. I just went and did, a, like, three lost sectors on Earth, and I was done with that step. And then I think the next step was basically run the arms dealer strike. Oh, okay. With, like, special modifiers. And that was it. And then go back and collect it. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely killed me out of super quite a bit in comp. Uh, this past week so it is it definitely has some power to it you know do you know how much ammo you get when you pick up a brick i haven't played with it in uh pvp so i think a buddy of mine said you have five shots oh my god dude so it's basically almost like having i guess the draw time is slow but it's almost like having like a rocket launcher yeah if you give one hit kill ability if you give yourself space so that they can't run up on you, it's pretty easy to just ruin people with it. Yeah. That's that's typically why I'll run Hammerhead as my heavy on PC because you can, you know, instead of one guaranteed kill, if you're smart with it, you can get four or five or six kills with it, you yeah. know, or run the rest of the round. You just have to be careful, though, because shotguns. Yeah. <laughs> you, you push too close and those shotguns will make you sad. Yeah, more snipers on PC. I think I oh, yeah. sniped more out of uh, out of having heavy on PC. I just stopped picking it up. <laughs> For the time Is it? To... Did you find it funny how like in quick play it just sits there? Yeah, not really. Anybody goes for it. I'm kind of like I, I think I've gotten heavy more on PC than I ever did on Xbox, and I actually got it quite a bit on Xbox. Yeah, just it's funny, man. Like it's different in comp because it, it's so focused around it, but like people just ignore it in in quick play and a lot of other game modes. Yeah, it seems. Yeah, yeah. what it is. I guess just everybody likes the normal gunplay. Maybe I'm not sure. So especially yeah. since your entire team gets it. Yeah, like, yeah, that is interesting. So. I keep forgetting that they made that change. Yeah, I almost wish they just remove it from quick play, except for like maybe once a game, kind of like in D one. But it is what it is. I mean, they'll adjust as they go on. Yeah, I would. I would love it if they changed comp so that heavy was like it was in trials, where it's like every three rounds. You know. Yeah, I'm hoping they bring back trials. I mean, the labs. They, they've been doing some interesting stuff. I think the most recent one that I played, there was no heavy in the entire game. Ooh. Um, which I actually found really enjoyable because half the time in Trials and D1 anyway, I just we'd always wave off the heavy. Uh, yeah. We didn't want to play it, even if we were losing. It's just, I mean, it's a round where everybody basically just tries to get there as quickly as possible, and you're probably going to get wiped trying to get it. Mm-hmm. So it's just basically, it's bait. Yeah. So. Um, did anyone play anything else besides Destiny this week? Just Gwent. Yeah? How was that going for you? The, it was the end of the season, so we just fucked around a little bit and tried some new decks out. New season started today, and so I don't know if I'm going to actually play it that much. It's uh, I'm going to be gone at the end of the month when it's the end of the season push, so we'll just see what happens. But 
it was fun to sit down and have a few drinks with a friend and play. Not worry about it too much. Not stress about the actual results. Yeah. Play some meme decks. I think uh, the only thing I played was Aim Hero. Just it's basically just an aiming game for PC. That's it. Doesn't miss me. Never heard of it. Uh, is it just like a warm up thing, or or just? It's a warm up and like a aim helper. Um, I, don't know, I I pulled it off of Cerides's one of Cerides's video. I think it's like five bucks on Steam. Okay. Um, but I mean, it really helped me kind of just get used to dragging the mouse however I needed to, and really figure out. Um, there, there's just a bunch of different games on there. You can strafe with it. You can jump. You can do a lot of different things. Uh, they have one that's like reflexes, which is really good for sniping. Um, fast aim, which makes you basically move your mouse quite a bit to hit as many targets as you can. Um, it's just trying to be accurate with flicks, really, that I wanted to use it for mainly. Um, and, and I can definitely tell I've improved quite a bit since I started using it. Huh, that's cool, man. Yeah, because you lose that aim assist factor when you pick yeah. up the mouse. Like, you don't get to flick as easy and, and get those headshots. Yeah, you really do. Because um, actually, I played my controller for the first week that I had the PC. And the aim assist value actually feels higher on PC oh, when yeah. I use the controller than I ever thought it would. Yep. So, I don't know if that's tied to the frames or what it may be, but I thought that was pretty crazy. I, I didn't use the Twilight Oath on... Uh, console i'll definitely use it all day on pc yeah oh before Um, we leave destiny one last thing yeah Uh, no set details yet but we are now officially talking about the next pvp league planning it out so that will be coming in november sometime we're gonna try to do 3v3 limb uh yeah and we'll we'll have more details in the next couple of weeks as we start to work them out yeah, we were thinking 3v3 Elim, uh, probably similar format where you can show up with a team or show up with part of a team and we will match make whoever doesn't have a team. Yep. Um, run PC, it multiple Xbox. nights. Run it PC, Xbox. Yeah, so. It's coming back. It's coming. Season 8 or 9, something like that. Yeah, so. isn't that crazy, man? Been going since uh, House of Wolves. It's pretty cool to me. Yeah, yeah, definitely jump in on nights that you're available, man. It's a good time. Um, okay, so before we get into listener questions, uh, weight loss competition number five is wrapping up this week. Uh, some people losing some weight and putting in some miles, man. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Like people are like like over three hundred miles. Like, right. That's insane. I love it. Um, Agent H down full almost 25 pounds this two months it's just unbelievable yeah yeah man it's I love seeing that I love seeing progress like that Um, so um, we are going to be kicking off the next um, the next weight loss comp right away so typically we give people like a week or two to like chill and sandbag sandbag create bad habits but uh with the holidays in full swing we figured we just rock this one right off the bat um so um it's gonna go november 1st to december 24th 
Um, the discords again are going to be Potato Thumbs, uh, DeathRx Discord, um, Gaming Adventure Club, and Distinguished Gentlemen or Dad Tales. Um, each discord is going to have a weight loss weight loss chat room. It's f- again, free to join. Uh, the Discord with the highest percent of weight loss will be crowned the skinniest Holly Jolly Holiday Discord. Um, and then again, I think it was really successful. So we're going to do the anyone who bikes, walks, runs, skates, swims, paddleboards, whatever you got to do for exercise and you achieve over 200 miles, uh, you get a second drawing for the uh, prizes at the end of the contest. Um, and we got some pretty good prizes again. The Just Some Guardians traveling shirt will continue. Yeah, as long as our asses are in the, the list for the, that drawing. I don't need any of the other ones, but I want to get that swank, swank white t-shirt with JSG written across the front of it. Yeah, yeah, that people work out in. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we are giving a... Uh, Potato Thumbs is giving away a t-shirt. Um, Dad Tales will be giving away a custom Mondo dyed disc. Uh, so a disc golf disc. Um, Gamer Score Radio is going to give away a t-shirt. Gaming Adventure Club is giving away another dif- gift card. Uh, Steam, PSN, Xbox, and Zan is making another custom song. So, some dope prizes again. Set three? That's three. Three times I've said That's, dope this, yeah. this episode. Uh, and then, like I said, next episode, after everyone's all weighed in and we got all the numbers and everything, we'll do the drawing um, for all of the prizes for the current contest. And uh, Agent H uh, actually reached out to me today. He was originally going to give away a um, a Guardian Down podcast t-shirt. He's giving away one of those, and he's giving away one of ours as well. So he uh, he upped the ante, and he's giving away two shirts, which was pretty pretty sweet of him, man. Yeah. So I think the, uh, I think the Bumblefuck Kansas shirt really won him over. Yeah, that's a good so. shirt. So shitty yeah, town. Man. Nice shirt. <laughs> um, speaking of Guardian Down podcast, I was on an episode this week. It didn't suck. No, it was fun, man. It was really fun. I had a good time with those guys, uh, and we kept it under five hours. That was yeah, good. Yeah, which is strange because they gave you so much extra time in the speed run that uh, I was a little bit shocked that it didn't take five hours. Yeah, well, not all of us can be excellent, and uh, just so happens that I'm the better uh, trivia person, I guess, right? Is that what that means? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, But really, if you guys haven't checked out their episode yet, it is... uh, I had a really good time with those guys, so definitely give it a listen. Check it out. You'd think I'd be sick of your voice, but I listened to the whole thing today, too, and it was not awful, so... I enjoyed it. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. (laughs) Um, So how about we uh, hit up some of these listener questions? What do you guys think? God have mercy on our soul. All right. Um, So scrub, I I specifically told people that we have some, uh, we have a crucible expert with us. So some of these you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to educate us on. Um, I like this one. So this is from Laz. He said, besides using a rental, how would you counter the rental in Crucible? Sure. So the biggest thing to counting in a rental is going to be what we call toe peeking. Um, that's 
probably going to be the most effective way. Uh, what you want to do is basically just show as little as you possibly can around that corner um, and try and get them to fire off their ammo. That's one thing that I like to do, especially in comp, because you know they're only usually going to start out with two. Um, if it becomes very difficult and you got multiple guys using an air and tow, um, the best thing that you can do is honestly to probably either put, just suck it up, put on the pulse rifle or a sniper, play the distance game. Um, or if you are stuck on using a shotgun, you're going to have to begin to really get good at baiting. Um, and you're going to have to play disciplined, um, discipline against an, a fusion rifle is really important. Um, you know, if you can bait them around the corridors, um, get them within that shotgun range, your shotgun should kill them faster than they're going to be able to charge that unless they have a backup plan. Air until at that point, you're, you're pretty much going to have to play the range game against the backup plan one, especially anybody that's really, really good with it. Um, in that case, I really do suggest playing a lot of range. Um, team shotting, of course, is always still really good to get rid of that. Most guys that play in air until they're not going to team shoot with it. They're usually that lone wolf type player that wants to have that power surge. Um, you know, if there's two of you always around, so like what my team will do is we'll start running, you know, basically in just a giant pack. Um, three headshots, one from each of us kills him a lot faster than he can charge that up. Um, but but discipline is really going to be the main thing there. Um, stay disciplined, stay with your team. And if you have to, you know, be on your own, try and tope again, try and get them to waste that ammo. I like it. Uh, also, um, if you get caught in the open, jump to a side. Don't jump forward or backwards, but if you can jump at an angle, like to the left or to the right, a lot of times they're going to try and do a vertical pull on you. Uh, or pull the pull the gun down and shoot in a straight line. So a lot of times, like if I was using a fusion on Xbox, I would miss if if someone was aware and able to strafe as they were jumping to the side because they're going to miss a few bolts and they aren't going to be able to finish you off. So, but ideally, you won't be caught out in in the open. So, yeah. Um. Okay, this one's from Stu. Do you guys ever stop and think about how the Borat movie is 13 years old, and yet whenever someone says the words my wife, the other person is legally obligated to say it again right away, but in Borat's voice? My wife. Thank you. <laughs> it's funny because when he wrote that, like when I first read that, I actually read it in that voice. <laughs> yep. Thinking about that. Uh, okay, from Gear Dad, when should you and should you not pre-fire when running around corners? Um, man, when should you and when should you not? If you're running um, sweet business, always be pre-firing around corners. <laughs> 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 uh, maybe, maybe uh, even like, what's what's the benefit versus not the benefit of pre-firing? Sure. So, I mean, obviously, if you're if you're pre-firing, um. I mean, a lot of times you're going to give away your position. Um, so like, I know a lot of times what a, a guy that I play with named chaotic does quite a bit. He will actually unload his entire magazine pre-firing just to make sure that you don't come around that corner. The problem is if you unload your entire magazine, you do have to reload at one point, And at that point, somebody that's really good is probably going to ape you very quickly. 
Um, so, you know, I mean, if you're going to pre-fire, be smart about it. Um, I, I personally, if I'm pre-firing, I'm usually pre-firing around a wall. I will duck back into cover quite often. I, I prefer peak shooting to pre-firing um, just because you can avoid a lot of damage that way. Um, but if you do have to pre-fire, I would use it mainly to block an area off. So say that your teammate is getting heavy. You don't want them to come around a corner, say a javelin from C hall. Um, you know, we may have a teammate or two that will just continually fire there. Uh, but again, just kind of keep in mind whenever you do do that, you are giving way pretty much exactly where you are to a good player, just cause we're going to watch exactly what angle that bullet is coming from. And if we're really, really good, you may actually get sniped doing that. Um, so if you do pre-fire, make it quick. Don't try and unload your entire, you know, your entire uh, reserve. Just, you know, get in, get out. And like I said, personally, I, I prefer peak shooting to pre-firing. Yeah, I don't like giving away my position either. A lot of times if people pre-fire me too, I'll just rotate to a different different angle. Yeah. Like if I if I know where they are. Um, do you, so if you're doing a 1v1 mm-hmm. and someone's like, doing multiple peaks on you will you continue to fire a spot though like if you notice their one shot do you ever just empty your clip out like if you have Uh the lane on them so it really depends on the gun and how many bullets i have personally as well because if i've gotten them one shot i've probably put a few into them myself if they're really good at peak shooting they're probably going to be peaking at different angles so a lot of times like what i'll do is i'll peak high standing straight i may peak while crouched the second time uh whenever i come back I may crouch whenever I do peek at the same time, just trying to avoid that fire. Um, I may put in a few more shots, but the second that they start tagging me up and I know that my shot's just not hitting, I'll leave the engagement entirely and just rotate to somewhere else. Um, Because at that point, I mean, if they're peek shooting and they're really peek shooting you and and it's it's just not working, um, you know, it's better just to start playing your life at that point. You're, you're, your rhythm is probably off. They probably have a rhythm on you at that point. And you're more than likely either going to trade or really lose that engagement. Um, so my suggestion is basically you can fire it a couple times. If they start tagging you up more, I'll just back out and rotate somewhere else and try and get them more in open engagement. Definitely. Counterpoint. Have you tried this one-eyed mask thing? i have i don't main titan unfortunately though um you know one-eyed mask is to me a very broken exotic i personally am the the belief that it should not have wall hacks i think it should do something to me would be cool i don't mind people getting an overshield from killing somebody but i think the way that they mark somebody could be different like they could glow red kind of like whenever you look down a mitoscope um, you'll notice people start going red if they start doing that as opposed to being able to see through the wall. So you still know who you have to kill, but they can still go run and hide through a wall and you don't know where the heck they're at. I saw uh, somebody post, uh, what if instead of marking it, as soon as they put damage into you, it only marks people who the person who breaks your shield. So you're already no shield and then you can see where they're at, which I thought was a pretty good idea too in terms of all of a sudden you're weak and you don't have nearly as much wiggle room to like like somebody shoots you with a one-eyed mask you can push them if you get any shots into them at all because your health is full and it's just like okay cool i know exactly where you are 
That timer is long. It's really too. long. Yeah. yeah. The, the it's a stupidly was, broken exotic. It, it is. And I mean, like, the problem is, like, I had a buddy that used, he, he made one-eyed bask in Titan, and he would, he loved the chaperone. Well, the problem is, if he knows exactly where you're at, and he, he, he would bait people. He would actually take damage, bait people in, and then before they, I mean, he knows exactly where they're jumping around, all that kind of stuff. He'd chaperone them down. He'd get his overshield and go along his happy way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he had an interesting style in the way that he would purposely take the damage and then bait it because a lot of people will get overzealous and try and finish them off. It, it's just the thing he did. It's a different strategy that a lot of people just didn't think about. I personally didn't even think about doing that, but it's it's solid. It's just a, it's a very, very powerful exotic that they need to probably tone down in one way or another. Yeah, I'm sure it's coming sooner than later. Yep. I hope so. Maybe even tomorrow. Who knows? Yeah. It's been stupidly good for stupidly long. Yeah. There have been things that aren't as good that have gotten the nerf hit to them faster. Yep. Yeah. Like worm husk. Oh, um, okay. That, <laughs> that thing was annoying as shit, too. Have you guys tried so, oh, yeah, with, dude. Uh, the arc battery lately? No. Oh, that's that's nasty. I've seen some people use that because you get the extra overshield from arc battery if you're running um, arc strider. So whenever you dodge, not only do you get your health back, but you get that overshield. And if you're running, I want to say it's bottom tree, you get an yeah. extra overshield from the normal dodge. So you're basically unkillable. Then I see somebody. They were running. They were running the striker titan that has the uh, like the powered up melee, uh, and they got like a seventh column with melees to yep. start a game. Yeah, just one punching everybody. I don't. I don't know why they thought to put that part in the game because that is pretty insane. If you especially have a punchy titan that's got the uh, synthoseps. Yeah, I've been killed by that quite a bit lately. Yeah, we were when we were playing Iron Banner. That that dude was just meleeing all of us to death. Right, yeah, he was yeah. on that setup. All right, uh, Lotus uh, for Project Cars. I'm trying to take a high speed corner in Sugo, but something about my Porsche 911 G 911 R GT3 car doesn't feel right. I think I got the mechanical grip down, but I'm trying to figure out if the aero or suspension dynamics need to be changed. Any thoughts? He obviously did this to troll us, but little did he know that I'm a big car nerd. Uh, I mean, he knows. Everybody knows you're a big car nerd. Only big car nerds would be caught dead driving a Miata. So, Lotus, it's a 911, man. It's the pendulum driving. If you're losing your rear end on a corner, you're given too much power. You need to play that weight game and uh, slowly ease onto that power after your apex. Wait, was that a fat joke at Lotus's expense? Um, uh, maybe. Talking about no. that weight game? That's rude. Dude, it's, it's rude. all about it. You put that engine over that rear axle, man. It's just, there's a reason that they used to call that car the Widowmaker. Um, he follows up with, if you thought you were going to get a Destiny-related question, you were sorely mistaken. Also, what's the longest you've ever had, or you've ever held the potty dance pee, or the, ever held a potty dance pee in? My record is two hours and ten minutes. I don't know that I've ever really timed how long I've had to hold a pee, but I've definitely had some close calls on like road trips and stuff where you got to like run into the gas station because you yeah. like 
me personally, like, oh, I got to piss, but the baby's sleeping. So I'm not going to stop the car until the kid wakes up. And that's that's been a few hours into the drive where the wife and I are just sitting there like, okay, we don't want to wake up the kid, but both of us really, really need to pee. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Mm. <laughs> I mean, not the waking up the baby part, but. The running into the gas station part. Right. Yeah. God, I hope I make it or at least make it far enough that I'm not peeing in front of people. Yeah. Um. Or like if you're driving home in traffic and you have to like you have the uncomfortable stance, like oh you're changing God. your seating position. Yeah. You're like, I just got to make it home. Three more blocks, three more blocks. I can do this. <laughs> narrator voice he could not do this (laughs) uh okay discord questions ghost again fluffy fingers question for the show why did this get posted in the lfg channel Uh, well ghost it's because you're a jerk yeah that's the Uh, only way to describe him well short as well but a jerk Let's see. Oh, I got to start from the top down, right? Is that what we learned? You can do whatever you want. No, no, it is from bottom up. Okay. Uh, Admiral Nips, but seriously, have you tried those tacos and beer? Do you feel like answering your own question? Those tacos and beer were really good. I Mm -hmm. regretted not having them all weekend. (laughs) Um, Okay. Chubby Wizard. Question for the show. Has anyone actually seen DJ Kubert and AKA J Dad in the same place at the same time? No. No, they could they could really be the same person. Uh, that Kubert song that got put on the playlist last week was so good. Yeah. He's talented, man. He's good people. Um let's see. Chubby Wizard. What kind of vacuum would you recommend to go from carpet to hardwood and then back again? Things like RPMs and brush rotation are important too. Please discuss in detail. Love the show. <laughs> Vacuum the damn carpet. Sweep the damn hardwood. Be a goddamn adult. Sweep? Sweep? S- at least Swiffer, man. Oh my god. I do both. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Swiffer, but it's certainly easy enough to just sweep. That is true. Um. <clears throat> so, RNG Gator, after that question from Chubby Wizard, Fluffy, are you looking for another co-host this week? Are you looking for another co-host this week? Are you sticking it out? I mean, I know the vacuum questions have been running now for like a good two or three months. Yeah, I mean, I'm impressed that our community can actually focus long enough to ask the same question week after week, so... <laughs> I actually underestimated their ability to continue to beat a horse that's already dead. So I'll stick it out. All right. Ghost again. If you beat a dead horse, what's your favorite vacuum? (laughs) You know, he sent us a picture of middle fingers this week. Uh, He and and, uh, Falco were out. And I was really just blown away that even with the perspective of his hand being so far out in front of his body, they were still so tiny that I had trouble like actually making out the middle finger and index finger. It was really tough. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because life's hard for Ghost. 
Um, Mitch asked a vacuum question. We're just going to acknowledge it because I think the uh, I think I think the joke is dead this episode. Um, <laughs> Bruce Bear for many episodes, but <laughs> well, we acknowledge that you submitted a question, Mitch. So thank you for that. And he provided <laughs> us with our intro bit. So thanks he did. For he that. did unknowingly. Uh, it's amazing what happens when we don't prepare for shows. Uh, Briz says, if you could punch, is it Canelo Alvarez? Yeah. Is that who Hello. it is? Yeah. Uh, as hard as you could, and he would deem you worthy, uh, if you're good, but if not, he gets to punch you once, would you do it? Scrub, do you know who this guy is? Yep, I do. I, I All would, right, what do you uh, think? I'm, I'm going to say no. Nope. No? I'm not getting my face punched in. Nips? That, that guy's pretty scary to me. Yeah. Uh, so I have no real urge to punch anybody, but like he seems like a good arbiter. Like if you punched him, and you'd be like, "Yeah, okay, good enough," or you'd be like, "Nah, you got to work on it." It would be, you would actually know. But still, in the same, I'm the end looking to break my hand. So, I mean, you don't have to punch him in the face, and he doesn't have to punch you in the face. It could just be like a... I mean, there's no real good place for you to get punched, though. Like, maybe the arm? Yeah, not by a professional boxer. Yeah, yeah. Not, not especially by him, no. I mean, he's all up on those beefroids. I don't want to deal with that. Nope. Um, RC Spab IIEF Level 5 Broadsword asks... Uh, what would you put under your Halloween tree to open Halloween morning, assuming that you're not completely insane? If you have a Halloween Sc- tree, are you actually insane? Yes. I, well, then I'm super insane because, as I pointed out earlier today, we have four in our house. My wife really <laughs> loves Halloween. Fair I mean, I think the answer is like a spider, right? Um, well, we have one actual, she, she went out and, and bought a used Christmas tree that someone was selling on like Facebook or something like that and spray painted it black. So we have like a, we have like a, like a five, six foot tall Christmas tree spray painted black with actual ornaments on it. And then we have like mini ones, you know, like, yeah. like one or two foot ones or like decorations. Well, what holiday gifts are you putting underneath the tree to open on Halloween morning? Hmm. To open on Halloween morning. I mean, would it be better to open them on Halloween Eve or like like actual Halloween, like the nighttime? Like, it seems weird to open them in the morning, right? You need to open it when it's dark, right? Yeah, but you could do it like super early before the sun comes up. Yes, <laughs> the I sun doesn't come up until like eight o'clock these days. Well, if it's in the morning, we're opening up coffee, and <laughs> and if it's at night, we're opening up candy. <laughs> maybe maybe like every other gift has to be like a trick right so like you don't know if you're gonna get candy or if you're gonna get like snake shooting out at you yep sounds totally insane to me right yeah can't wait till you deal with the kids and their nightmares (laughs) i mean it's gonna happen either way might as well expose them to it at an early age uh i don't know scrub what do you think what are you opening up under your halloween tree the Halloween tree. I kind of like the trick or treat idea. Actually, that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm encouraged. So, I mean, what well, hate spiders? I could put, you know, for a trick, yeah. the spiders, like a little trick yeah. below somewhere, you know. Tr- are you in a Are you in a colder climate like the two of us, or are you in a warmer climate? Uh, warmer. Yeah. So you actually have like scary spiders where you are. 
Yeah, brown brown recluses are a thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, we have an ongoing joke because when we go to New Mexico, I hate going outside at night because there's black widows everywhere. They're not quite brown recluse level, but still, like, all of our spiders die. Like, we have wolf spiders, but we don't really have too many poisonous ones. Yeah. Like, wherever we are. They just get big and ugly. Yeah, I mean, they get big, but, I mean, we got a lot, like I said, a lot of brown recluses, uh, some scorpions, and apparently in some of the country areas, we do have some tarantulas. They're crazy to see in the wild. I've only seen, I've only seen one. Um, but like we were driving and I spotted it on the side of the road. I was like, holy shit. Like I'm driving and I actually realized that there is a spider on the side of the road. Like that's insane to me. Yeah. Those are big. I, I don't, I wouldn't touch those. Yeah. I don't do yeah. those. Nope. Spiders are a big no for me. So I um, always squish it while I ran by. Also like driving to my in-laws in Missouri like we've seen it where the trees get covered with spider webs Mm -hmm. like that was a trip for me seeing the first time where you see like just giant spider webs up in the trees Mm -hmm. yeah those for yeah Uh, we always get the uh, we got the big wolf spiders and we got the big uh, like garden spiders almost they look scary as can be but apparently they're supposed to be harmless oh with the big like with the big abdomens on them or big yeah, butts or whatever. They're like big yellow deals that, you know, look like they could eat your face. Oh, like the banana spiders. Yeah. Yeah. But they're, they're supposed to be harmless. So huh. we keep seeing those every once in a while, but that's about the biggest ones I've seen. Yeah. I'll, I'll stick to my mosquitoes, uh, up here. They're annoying, but they don't try and eat my face. That's fair. Well, I guess they kind of do, but yeah. Uh, So I'm going to leave this one to you guys because it's not funny if I answer it. Kath asks, what comes down the the chimney on Halloween in your house, Fluffy Fingers MD? So you guys, let me know what what comes down my chimney for Halloween. What does come down the chimney? Uh... A werewolf? Okay. All right. Oh, mommy. I don't know. There's no way it's going to be funny. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say ghost again because he's tiny and he can fit in small spaces. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. See? More than one person can beat a dead horse, ghost again. More than one person. <laughs> uh, that was fun. All right. How about uh, how about we add some music to this award-winning playlist? Indeed. Coming up on award Dude, season again, too. I know. I know. It's sad. Like, the time is ticking away. We can only claim best podcast uh, playlist of 2018 for two more months. I mean, we can claim best podcast playlist of 2018 for as long as we're on there. I guess that's true. However, if we wish to add to it, we need to continue to put on good songs. So well, we can have and, the best and, 2019 playlist as well. And if, if Zan doesn't give it to us, we'll just kidnap him when he comes to Madison next summer and tie him up in the basement. And, you know, we'll win that way. Not my basement. Get your weird shit out of my house. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Ben had a song for us, huh? Yeah. I did not look at it. 
It is uh, Eight Ball Coroner's Pocket by Hail the Sun, which is a kind of neat name for a song. I bet you it is not a happy song. The album name is Elephantitis, so there's <laughs> hope. Oh my god. Uh, I, yeah, I forgot to ask Ben until like we started recording, so I haven't had a chance to listen to it, but I'm intrigued. Alright, what do you got for us, Scrub? What is, uh, what are we listening to? Um, I think we'll do some uh, Ballad of a Southern Man by uh, Whiskey Myers. What type of music is this? Is it country or it's, rock? It is country. It is country. It All is right. Country. Well, lucky for you, Lana put on really, really bad music that's going to outshine <laughs> any country that gets added. Um, so, so I'm, I'm. I'm cautiously optimistic to listen to it. Alrighty. Can't hate on country, man. Oh, he can hate <laughs> on country. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can for the fun of it, but honestly, like I, I enjoy all music, so I'm I'm excited to to listen. I told you to pick something that you really like, so I'm excited <laughs> to hear what it is. I know that uh, not everybody likes country, but being in Texas, you almost have to. I mean, good country can be as good as any other genre. It's just that bad country can be worse than any other genre. But can it really be worse than that rap song that she added? I mean, that was country rap, so yes. I, we do love you, Lana. But wait, did you know, she had a what's it called by Lil Nas or something like that? Uh, that was Mini Thin. Yes, Mini Thin was the name of the guy's name. I, I highly recommend that you purchase this album so he can keep making music. Um, yeah, when the Nickelback song you put on was the best of your two picks, uh, mm-hmm. it's a bad sign. Yes. Uh, Nips, what do you got for us? Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, so I've been watching the, that uh, documentary, The Hip Hop Evolution on Netflix. Oh, yeah. So yeah. three seasons in. And so I finally finished it tonight, and the last one was... Uh, all about Atlanta and how Atlanta's rap scene came. So we're going to go with cell therapy by Goody mob. Uh, Cause yeah, that came on during the show and I'm like, Oh, I forgot how much I love this song. I probably know it, but I definitely don't know it by name. So cool. Um, surprise. I'm going to pick a hip hop song. Uh, this came on. I don't remember what I was doing. Yard work, maybe? I don't know. Uh, Spinning by Zion I. I haven't. I don't think I've added... Have I added any Zion I? You haven't. Oh, I, it's good, man. He has, he has like a... He has like a really catchy like flow and beat and energy to his music. So uh, hopefully it's something that you like. So that puts us at... I really like where this this playlist has been going. So, let's see. We are now at 233 songs, 15 hours and 40 minutes. We're starting to get there where even on my longest trips, I'm not going to hear the same song twice. No, I really I really like the diversity in this playlist, man. Like it's 
I, I, you know, I like that our guests come on and they add different things that I'd never hear otherwise because, like, I can just put it on when I have to do stuff. And it's a good mix of stuff I've never heard before and, and music that I like. And I don't know. I catch myself, like, really enjoying some of the things that have been added by other people. So, yep. Yeah, I sort of have a running got... list of uh, songs put on by people that that weren't me that I like and like yeah. ranking them one through ten. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, dudes, I uh, I think that wraps up a very successful show. Yeah, appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, Chen. I think you probably got more questions uh, asked of you and forced you to talk than like our last five guests combined. Yeah, well, you know, like I, uh, I thought it was important, man, because uh, you know you, you're good people and you got the got the crucible thing going. So it's not every day that we get to, uh, you know, pick someone's brain or get get a different like look on on some things. And you seem to have, you seem to have that same kind of brain that you get with like Cami and Drewski and stuff like that, where you're able to, to like really put thought into what you're doing. And you're not just like me where I like load in and I'm like, Ooh, let's go shoot people. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. So it was, it was cool, man. It was, it was a lot of good knowledge for sure. Um, so if we, wanted to find you on stream again or participate in in the upcoming uh crucible schools that you guys are gonna you know be doing in the future um what's the best way to get in touch with you to check out the channel like give us all the details sure yeah man so i mean um if you do find my twitch again twitch.tv slash run it to scrub run it to scrub is all one word um in my description we do have a link to our discord um that discord does have not only myself but a lot of other great smaller streamers like myself um that do help quite a bit they're all really awesome really nice guys um yeah you can connect with me through discord that way um you know you can always shoot me a message on xbox i do still check those i promise um but really you know discord my stream um and uh you know just direct messages on xbox i can i can get through all three ways yeah and we have them set up on our twitch bot so anytime he goes live it auto posts in death rx and you're in death rx as well so they can bug you there and get into the other um other discords as well that way if they need to get in touch with you yeah i mean if anybody wants to invite to that discord definitely let me know i am in death rx i know i hadn't posted in a little while um but i'm definitely always open to helping anybody out awesome uh nips if we want to get in touch with you uh, what is your phone number? It's uh, area code 505. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to start this war. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Admiral Nips uh, in Discord. I'm usually talking shit to somebody. And I am Fluffy Fingers MD. Um, you can get me on Twitter at Todd the Gator. And uh, check out my podcast, The Guardian Downcast.